As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. As of today, Brock Purdy leading vote getter or leading odds to win the MVP because he's playing well. The whole team is playing well. Like the whole team is stacked. No, Danny G, we watched a game together yesterday. Am I being a homer or am I I'm being like reluctant to say team to beat because I don't want to jinx it. He is a really good game manager. Without Debo Samuel, I don't think he'd be the same quarterback. He wasn't well, the same quarterback well, without team to Debo. Beat if everybody's healthy. I don't think there's any question. True. They spanked the Eagles if yesterday. Healthy. Uh you gotta throw the Cowboys into that mix. And I don't know, the Chiefs are vulnerable. That made me say, hmm. That makes you go. Mm. I mean, the Packers are they? Are the Packers good? Six and six Packers. They beat the Chiefs twenty-seven nineteen. That definitely made me say, "Hmm, they're turning it around." They beat some good teams. Yeah, it's starting to be now. Now the the conversation this week because it's week to week. We here on the Cavino and Rich Show know that the conversations switch so fast week to week. We acknowledge that all the time. Now it's like, man, the Texans are good. C.J. Stroud is good. But now you're like, oh, but the Packers, they're good too. They turned it around. They're turning it around. They beat the Chiefs. They're pretty good. They're making adjustments. Not bad. Not too shabby. But I I hate as a fan because I feel like it really is the true jinx. And you could say, ah, jinx is, that's just all fake. Because it is. I mean, you know, you're not going to jinx a team. That's all nonsense. But I do have a friend that's a 49ers guy. Yeah. And when he gets to be like cocky fan, oh God, it bothers me. Like I saw him on Facebook. It's a oh. dude. Hey, that, what's that, the difference between confidence and arrogance? That's I'm asking. I don't I'm, know. I'm confident. <laughs> Actually, I think no. I think the difference is you do it with a smile. You know, you, you do it in a playful way, right? Like you could. There's a fine line there. There's one thing to feel it. There's another one to announce it. I saw We're doing a radio show, dude, and I I am here smiling, telling you, I'm not trying to upset anybody. The 49ers are showing that they're the team to beat. There's nothing arrogant about that. Now, the, but my Niners fan buddy, you know what he put on Facebook and Instagram? The NFC has been put on notice. And I'm like, oh, why, why are you writing stuff like that? You're not on the team. and now you just, You're making me hate you. I don't think you. your buddy has any power to change the outcome of the no, season. No, I, I know, but I hate cocky fans, so I hate when cocky fans are the guys that root for my team. Yeah, but the facts are the facts. You know, yeah. we, we built that whole week up that this was a very telling game, right? Hey, we're going to see who the best team is when the 49ers and the Eagles size up, and it was proven this weekend. Could that change? Sure, but that's what we have to, to go by now. Things that made you go, hmm. Pops here, 49ers. Niners look dominant. Um, Purdy, 314 yards, four tutties. McCaffrey, uh, 93 yards with a tutty. Samuel playing sweet. You said it in passing, and it has nothing to do with the Packers. It has to do with, I wrote down here in my notes, one of my biggest observations. Since Patrick Mahomes has taken over as QB1 for the Chiefs, and since him and Andy Reid went on their run of 
playoff magic. I I know they started rough like a year ago, right? And turned it around and ended up what winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But Danny, you watch the AFC West closely. Is this the most vulnerable you've seen the Kansas City Chiefs under Patrick Mahomes? The, like the the most flawed. Ah, uh, it's not Patrick Mahomes though. He, he, you got Butterfinger. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's Mahomes. I'm saying as a team, like well, against the Raiders, they were catching the ball, Kavino. Yeah, when, I know. when when you watched that team yesterday, last night, I didn't get the sense of they could just move the. There was a time, and I'm not saying Tyreek Hill's the complete difference, but there was a time where they could just move the ball at will. There was there, a time they could push their line forward against really good defenses, and I'm not seeing that this season. I'm seeing them get pushed back into Mahomes and him trying to play hero ball a little bit. Right, making the adjustments, and not all those adjustments are working. So when you look at the AFC, I'm not saying they're in danger. I'm just saying they're vulnerable. When, when you look at the AFC, maybe maybe a month ago I would have just – stamp the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game, maybe even the Super Bowl. Like, it's the Chiefs. It's Mahomes. It's Kelsey. It's Andy Reid. But now, I'm like, you see Miami lighten things up. You see Baltimore, who, well, they didn't play yesterday, but you see the Ravens. You see Jacksonville and Houston, who's hot. You see certain teams, and you're like, are we so sure that Kansas City could just coast through all these teams, especially with that loss? Kansas City is no longer going to be taking things through Arrowhead. It looks like that ship may have sailed. I mean, you can think I'm crazy, but I think I think the Chiefs on the road are not even close to as dangerous as they are at home, which means this could be the year where the Chiefs might be a divisional type of exit. The 8 and 4 vulnerable Chiefs, the 6 and 6 Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love playing big, 267 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. But again, Packers sort of exposing them a little bit, showing them, showing us that they could be beat. Again, adding more fuel to your 49er story. They're the team right now. Um, another takeaway. Again, things that made us go, hmm, anything could be, like I said, I got some boxing things too. So I watched a fight this weekend. It was great. I watched yeah. a fight too between Drake uh, Greenlaw and Dom DeSandro. Yeah, the head of security. How did that not make you go, hmm? I absolutely did. How on earth? I mean, the Niners winning by over 20 points sort of overshadowed the fact that one of their defensive stars was removed from the game as if that was an equal punishment as some tub-a-goo security guard getting eliminated for the you Eagles. You say tub-a-goo, but he's an Eagles hero the right guy, now. Guy, the guy had fresh mozzarella in his pocket. <laughs> you mean the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. hero I, of security? I saw Dom DeSandro on the way out. I'm pretty sure he had some provolone in his uh, back left pocket. Hey, Dom DeSandro! Oh. And I can only imagine in Philly, it is a pretty... If I was an Eagles fan, I would love Dom DeSandro because he's so cut from a Philly cloth. He's the head of security. In the tunnel, you saw him like consoling A.J. Brown and the, hugging these guys on the team. So, yeah, that was a little much. That was embarrassing for there, the NFL. There is something to be said about Dom DeSandro being a great character. I, I think it should have just been offsetting penalties, call a day, keep the game going. I don't even think they needed to eliminate him. But the simple fact is you can't, you can't eject a star player from the game and say that, oh, that's the same as getting rid of their security guy. Well, he made contact, though, with dude's face. He did. He, yeah, I he mean, got his lip. Yeah. yeah. I'm Agreed. sorry. You're that's gonna, man to man. Dude, I don't care if he's a least, player and that's yeah. security. Greenlaw, listen, I don't think Greenlaw should be putting his hands on anyone's face or anyone's face. But I, the security I mean, guard. All, the, Rich. But, but I agreed. But do you think at any point a security guard from the Eagle should be pushing Greenlaw off an Eagle player? Like as if he's the authority. Like, yeah, I'm moving back. I'm Dom DeSandro. I mean, I don't know what his, I really don't know what his job is. I'll, I'll tell you what situation. it's not. It's not to push the opposing team off their sideline. Yeah, it, was, it oh. got a little touchy. It was a little awkward. It wasn't as good as the Ryan Garcia fight, but it was interesting. Dom DeSandro definitely gets his cheesesteaks with uh, Wizwit. Wizwit. Extra cheese. And uh, <laughs> Feech, I feel like you're uh, I feel like you're dad body shaming this guy. Feech, featuring <laughs> Speaking of scrums. It's wintertime. I'm not much better. I saw your boy LeBron in a bit of a scrum this weekend, too. He was called the B, Danny G. He see him squabbling with the Rockets coach, yeah, which is okay. interesting because they used to play against each other. It's like LeBron finds himself in these situations where he has long history with with coaches that he used to play against because obviously LeBron's been playing so damn long now. That's just how it is.
But you rarely see the coaches and the players going at it the way they were going at it. So things that made you go, hmm, yesterday you go, in the NFL. I think we got some of the, the big ones out of the way. Now let's dive in a little more. Really yeah. quick. I was looking for the quotes there. The LeBron, LeBron scrap. Uh, he said... Uh, he said to LeBron, stop crying like a bee, man. LeBron said, we're all grown men here. That B word ain't cool. And then Yudoko said, soft ass boy, stop being. Act like you're uh, going to do something. Yeah. And he goes, you're using that. LeBron goes back to Yudoko. You're using that word a little too loosely, man. And I was like, what is going on here? So that's an interesting scrum yeah. in itself. So we saw a few interesting scrums. Mm, Over scrums. the weekend in like the NBA, in the NFL, and like I said, in boxing, actual boxing was fun. Fisticuffs. I'm not saying I, I didn't expect big things from Trubisky, but what business do the Steelers have at home losing by two touchdowns to the Cardinals? The Cardinals fans are thinking like, yo, what are we doing? Like, you're, you're, uh, listen, I know all 53 guys on that team want to win. But the Cardinals winning does them no good. I know Kyler Murray's trying to show, like, yeah, maybe you build around me. I get it. I get what they're trying to show. But that didn't blow anyone else's mind where it's like, really? The Cardinals? The, yeah. the Steelers are in the mix. I know they're – they, but still. I was shocked by that, actually. Yeah, I, w- I thought for sure the Steelers had that. So much so, Rich, on Sirius XM, I said the Steelers won. And I had to go back and redo my – on air stuff. Oh, you recorded ahead of time yeah. and had to go back? I was recording something ahead of time. I had to go back. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They lost. You're like, this band's from Pittsburgh where the yeah. Steelers won this weekend. Oh, cross oh, that wait, out. Hold on. Let me do that again. I mean, but it, but it. No, it's true. So, anyway, your phone calls, too, if you want to chime in and add to our list of things that made you go, hmm, your observations or even your obvious observations from this weekend, well, the sports and entertainment. Because I have a few more. and. Again, some of mine involved the fight. You know I, what I noticed, Rich? It really bothered me, to be honest. I know, what, you, I know what you're going to say. I'm going to write it down because you, you, you were so annoyed by that. I was so annoyed by it because it was a good back and forth game. And depending on who you were rooting for, uh, either enjoyed it or not. Either way, props to the Texans. Props to C.J. Stroud. I mean, they're really playing great. Not trying to take anything away. But the Broncos had that game. They had that game at the end, and what I saw was Russell Wilson blowing it. Now, he's been playing well, so I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy, but he really had a chance to solidify his year right there in that moment by stopping the Texans who are hot right now and saying, no, 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 Russell Wilson's back, and I got this. And what I saw was a lot of predetermined passing this weekend. Like, I saw Russell Wilson, he had his eyes set on the end zone and wasn't looking anywhere else. There was people open right to the left of him, right to the right of him, short passes, short slants. He could have went and threw it short and safe. He went for the end zone, blew it, eventually got intercepted. Again, predetermined passing. I saw it with Russell Wilson. I saw it with Jalen Hurts. And I saw it with your boy Derek Carr, Danny G, as his wide receiver tweeted out, right? yep. He holds the ball a long time. He'll lock in on one receiver, and this has been happening with the Saints now, as you've been seeing with some pick sixes, and Michael Thomas let his feelings be known on X. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Let's just say it, okay? (laughs) Sorry. But But he's a nice guy, though. Russell Wilson had open receivers to win that game. Ryan throws a pick and totally blows it. Did you watch the end of that Broncos-Texans game? Because I'm with Cavino. There was a point where – so Russ converted a couple fourth downs – and they were managing the clock at a real. I I, I admired. Like seconds left. No, but I admired how they they were. Uh, they had the huevos mm-hmm. to let the clock go because they know. Hey, once you get inside the twenty, there's only so many plays you can run. You're gonna score or you're not. So, they were giving the Texans. They were gonna leave the Texans zero seconds. Yeah. So we're talking. Russ finally converted, and they called the timeout with 23 seconds left. First and goal from the eight. Eight yards. You got four plays. 23 seconds. Get in the end zone. How do you not get in? And it, everything about that drive, you thought, oh, Russ did this, huh? Yeah, two weak ass throws, then another weak ass throw. Like, That's dude. What happens when you let Russ cook. Yeah, it was <laughs> I, I, on third and goal. Like, I, I'm not saying he may have thought he got the ball elevated enough, because if he did, his receiver may have snagged it, but. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You should have throw that safer. one. You throw that one through the back of the end zone and say, yeah. "All right, let's go for it." Fourth and goal. This is it. But 
Oh, Russell, can I say, though, at this point of the season, that shows you how important just one throw could be. Because had he scored there, they would have won. We would have been saying what this morning? Oh, man, look at six in a row for them. They're yeah. going to the playoffs. Man, he's Russ a completely back. different quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. That's why it made me, it didn't only make me say, hmm, made me say, ah, oh, you had this game. Ah, oh, things that made me go, ah. Oh. And I don't root for the Broncos. I just thought they should have had that. But props to the Texans, man, because they're still proving themselves to be a, a great team, well, a good team. You know what? All the phones are lit, so they're so lit. Let's go to your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. While you're talking about the Denver-Houston game, I'll give you one more moment in that game. Because, listen, I know you can't blame one play. That's just not how sports operate. You can't say, man, he made an error in the bottom of the ninth in baseball and forget the fact that, you know, a guy struck out with runners in scoring position in the third inning. It's not It's not always just the yeah, last place. But, but unfortunately, but that's what people remember. There was a play you could go back to. There's a play you could go back to in the the beginning of that Broncos Texans game and because it wasn't at the end the dis- that like the lack of discipline will go a little unnoticed in the big picture but on 4th and 2 there was a fall it looked like a false start and it was it was a false start by the Broncos I'm sorry by the Texans which means it would have been 4th and 7 and at that case what would have they would have taken the field goal mm-hmm. Singleton on the Broncos decides to just Bump into Stroud and shove him. Unnecessarily get rough with him. Unnecessary roughness. 15-yard penalty. Denver then gets... I'm sorry. Houston then just gets first and goal. And just it changes everything yeah. where instead of 6 nothing, now it's 10 nothing. And I'm telling you, that was a big play that it, it was such that a was lack such a of f- discipline. Lack of discipline. Such a good back and forth, and I know Rich was personally invested because he had money on the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos plus three so and that, a half, so that hurt even more. <laughs> that was like, like oh, oh, come on! That was like the Titans in overtime hitting the punter. Yes, and uh, which, by the way, that was bad. Yeah, Colts retain the ball, go down and score and win. Of course, Danny G super producing, and we got the the pleasure of meeting Danny G's little baby boy. Co- by the way, I say little loosely. He's a big boy. He's a beast. <laughs> He's a big sturdy boy. He's like four months old, but man, what a guy. We met little Koa G this weekend. Rich and I, Danny G, Brenda, and his little baby, we all watched the 49ers-Eagles game together, but it was so nice to finally meet your little fuzzy-headed son. Yeah, man, it was fun, and Rich's kid, his boy, kept coming out carrying toys, yeah. different toys showing Koa. Yeah, it was, it was cute, man. How about this one? We had a nice time. And then Rich, and your daughter is a lot of fun, too. She's in the backyard. She's got an arm. She was throwing spirals. Yeah. I'm telling. She I, throws I, a football better than you. I, I take uh, I take pride in the fact that of all the six-year-old kids on her t-ball team, she had the best arm. <laughs> Thanks to Dad. <laughs> she got mechanics, Danny. Mechanics. So living the dad life. But it was cool to see Danny and his family of yesterday. Of course. Enjoying the games this weekend and the fun. Uh, we got Ryan on the ones and twos, Elijah, Dan Byer. Everybody's hanging out here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. We're in the middle of things that made you go, hmm, in the NFL, in NBA, in boxing, whatever you observed this weekend. Let's go over it. Week 13. Let's go to Ethan in Alabama. What's up, Ethan? Okay. Um, I'm a big Titans fan, and obviously after watching that uh, that game Sunday, man, I got hyped for the first half and then the second half, man. I, it, it tore me up. But I always wanted to – so now that we've found our quarterback, uh, Will Levis, and after seeing our O-line, you know, it just doesn't make sense why our offensive coordinator just runs, like, deep routes on third and ten, you know, when we're used to running play action. I'm just, you know, kind of sick and tired of – watching our offensive coordinator call those calls. That is a, a symptom of, I you think know, they got a, four plays like Tech Mobile. Yeah, up up A. He, they, they, he's going down B. Hail <laughs> uh, uh, Mary. Down in B. Tech Mobile. Your hey, coordinator you know is playing Tech Mobile, the original. I feel you, but you know we were talking off the air, too, that the Colts are pretty good. you got to give them credit as well. Seven and five now. And Titans Minshew, aren't far off. That. Minshew I think, had a good game, too, though. So you got to give credit there. But, yeah, Titans may be a little too predictable. Do you guys see the play where Levis flew in the air like Superman? And then also he got yeah. into it on the sideline with Hopkins. That was interesting to see a rookie quarterback go after an all-pro. Did you ever have a, a friend in college that would sell like their blood or plasma for money because they were so broke? You ever have that friend that would like volunteer for stuff like, yeah, I'm selling my blood for money or something? I feel like they should have paid people yesterday to watch 
the Chargers Patriots game. Like oh, you should have been like, you're gonna watch this whole game. Here's twenty bucks, like for research purposes. Yeah, six nothing. Like now Patriots they did blame it on the bad weather, but it was mm, bad teams yeah, too. Yeah, it was not that not was fun. The weakest. You're right about that. Six nothing. Yeah, Come terrible game. Up. Made us say hmm. And again, I still want to talk about the fight, but there's so many people calling up. So let's go to the phone. Let's go to Chris in hey, Chris. Philly. What's up, Chris? You're on. Yo, fellas, how you been? It's been a while. What's up, man? Uh, two things. Uh, first of all, things may go hum. The last year of the four teams college playoffs, and they finally get it right. You know, so, I, I'll be honest. Like, that, I think they, I think they got it right too. And you know, you're always going to hear arguments from people. And of course, Florida State fans are going to feel burnt, and the players. But third string quarterback, if someone had to be left out, I guess that's the team because when matched up against the other teams. You know what? We were talking about this before the show, Chris. There's a difference of who deserves to be there, who are the best teams. Like, There's different answers to those questions. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Hey, it's Cavino and Rich Traveling to see your favorite team this winter? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels They're obsessed with college sports just like us Each Graduate Hotel is a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends school colors, mascots, you name it Why would we stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south and all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. That's code CRSHOW at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. So go book your stay now at graduatehotels.com. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Redestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's go to James, Virginia. You're on with CNR. What's up, James? 
Oh, thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. What's Happy up? Monday. Happy what up, Monday buddy? to you, man. You said it right about the commanders, man. Salute the commanders. I'm a big commanders fan, but they ain't, they ain't doing nothing. And I had to sit through the, the Dolphins slacking of the commanders, man. But the reason I'm calling is, is the best player on the field yesterday. I knew Tyreek Hill was fast, but seeing this guy in person, it's got me thinking he might be the fastest player to ever touch the field in the NFL. You know what, man? It's wild that you say that. Rich and I were talking about that while hanging with Danny G and his son yesterday. He appears to be the fastest guy we've ever seen, the cheetah, right? Uh, and he, he I, clocked at, what, 21 point something miles yeah. per hour? I, I said to you guys but yesterday. DK Metcalf still has the highest speed this season. Yeah, but, so, but then we don't know if Tyreek hasn't had to even he hasn't turned on yeah. Full, yeah. full turbo boost. Yeah, it's, it's video game style. Yeah. yeah, it's really crazy. And, but- and then James mentioned off the air, he thinks Tyreek Hill should be in the running for MVP of the league. It's, because I, a wide. When's the last time a wide receiver won that award? Yeah, one fifty-seven yards, two touchdowns yesterday, five receptions. I mean, Kavino, for real, for had real? a game. Dolphins won forty-five fifteen. By I, the way, guys get caught running to the end zone. I wonder if there's anyone in the open field that could really catch Tyreek Hill. That seems like impossible. Like the minute he gets a beat on someone, you're like, he's he raced gone. those track stars, like how, how he made them look. He's so explosive. It's it's next level. No wide receiver has ever won the NFL MVP oh, award. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the non-quarterback position, the last time somebody wasn't a quarterback and won that was Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I was thinking Cherry Rice. I'm like, no, he won a Super Bowl MVP, and guys have done that. But, oh, yeah, you're right, so... That would be interesting. Now, we're going to talk MVP in a little bit, but besides that graphic, by the way, Commanders, Giants, are you're not in the hunt for anything. No, you're right. The hunt that, for another draft pick. I'm, they're in the hunt for trying to find their kids a Christmas present. They <laughs> they're, they're in the hunt for nothing. They're in the hunt to find a Furby uh, or <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo in the 2000s. I'm looking at Miami's schedule. What was Miami's criticism all year? They lose against good teams and they beat the bad teams. Right now... The Dolphins' next two games are at home against the Titans and the Jets. They'll be 11-3. and three. And then they have three games to finish the season. And here is where I think the Miami Dolphins will be tested to see, can they really deliver? Because you know who the, the three losses are against? Buffalo. If, if you're a Dolphins fan, they lost to the Bills. Yeah. They, the Bills spanked them the week after the Dolphins put up 70 against yeah. the Broncos. The Bills stomped them. The Chiefs won by a touchdown. And the Eagles handled them by double digits. So, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Three good teams beat the Dolphins. Besides that, the Dolphins have won nine games that they should have won. They're going to win two in a row. They finish the season. And this will be for home field. Mark this day on your calendar. They play the Cowboys. That's going to be a good one. They finish the season against the Bills. Remember, the Cowboys just beat. Didn't they just beat their first team with a winning record with the Seahawks? So let's take a look. See, so well, it's a tough game for the Cowboys too. I want you to look at New Year's Eve. You're going to be uh, getting ready for Seacrest and uh, Anderson Cooper. No, you're getting ready for Seacrest. You're going to be uh, you're getting ready to <laughs> you're gonna have be getting, a good time. You're going to be uh, pouring your champagne. You're getting ready for Dunkelman. And there's a game New Year's Eve morning that it's week 17, not the last week, the second to last week that could spell out the one seed in the AFC. And what is your first instinct when I say Dolphins at Ravens? Oh, man. What well, Ravens game? I, I'm, that's my first instinct. Home game, Ravens, solid squad. That's a that's a nice battle. When's that again? I got to mark my calendar, like you said. New Year's Eve. Oh. New Year's Eve. Right? Wait, Wait, in the morning. Day, in the morning. <laughs> what day is that? That's on a Sunday. Nice. It's a Sunday. You know, we got screwed with holidays this year, company-wise, a lot of people, because Christmas and New Year's Day are Mondays. Yeah. They usually get, like, the eaves off, but they're on Sundays this year. <laughs> right. Um, Danny, Dan Beyer, Ryan, any thoughts when I say Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Kansas City? Is there a distinct – is there any home field other than Kansas City that's – like 
I guess you would say, uh, a little scary to the opposing teams. Maybe Baltimore? I don't think anyone's fearing going down to South Beach, right? Uh, no, but I and I don't agree with this theory, but I know that there are some that feel that it may be most important to the Dolphins because they don't want the Dolphins to play in elements. Yeah. So, so sometimes you got to think the other side. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that may be beneficial for Miami to get it. Then they won't have to travel to anywhere where it maybe could be. I, I'm not a full subscriber of that one, but... That could be a that is a theory out there. Miami is currently the one seed. I know there's a lot of football to be played, but if they want that one seed, they're gonna have to earn it with two tough games down the stretch against the Cowboys and the Ravens. Wow, yeah, that's so tough. I, I'm telling you, the NFL every week. I'm like, man, whoo, that was a good one. And I, hurts, then I look man. ahead and I'm like, go back, me. going back to what we were talking about, with Tyree Kill. That's that's dangerous. The speed on that team. Yeah, so, as a Raiders fan, I wouldn't stop and help Patrick Mahomes on the side of the road if he had a broken down car. <laughs> but he's a great quarterback. We always sing his praises on this show, and he even joins us tomorrow on the show. You know what I always say? I like my quarterbacks to be quarterback you. <laughs> That's what I like. I just feel like an angry Patrick Mahomes finishing off the season. I don't think you're going to see more of what we saw last night. I think he's going to finish the season strong. He seems like they always find a way to jump over the hurdles in front of them as the season winds down. Well, to back up what Danny G saying, last night was a tough one because the Chiefs schedule ahead are five winnable games. They're playing at home against Buffalo. They're playing the Pats, the Raiders, a Joe Burrowless Bengals, and they end against the Chargers. So for all we know, the Chiefs win five in a row to end it out. They end thirteen and four and they have the one seed and it's arrowhead. They're and- the Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say, they're the unknown because Patrick Mahomes has never played a road game in the playoffs. Ah. So so you you would have no idea on how they would respond. You'd think that they would be there, but that's you guys talk about crazy stats all the time. That's one of them. He's never been on the road in a playoff game. I am looking at the NFC, and listen, I'm scared to play in Philadelphia, but after yesterday... If they're clicking, should the Niners be scared to play at the link? I thought that was a scary place to go, but they look like they whooped some ass yesterday. Well, speaking of quarterbacks and wrapping this up, Rich. Quarterbacks. Brock Purdy is now Happy plus 300. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to explain. It's our Purdyversary. We were there at the game a year ago today when Jimmy G went down. Purdy steps in. Which means we've been watching this dude for a year officially. Exactly. Think of, think of where he started, what our thoughts were. We were like, oh, no. Listen, Who is this guy? And now he's plus 300, the new MVP favorite ahead of Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, eh. according to Bleacher Report today. Dude. So that's how we've come, how far we've come on this dude in one year exactly today. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. One year we were ago, there. one year ago, Kavino and I were with some friends at the Dolphins Niners game, Santa Clara, Levi. Great time, beautiful Jimmy day. Jimmy G goes down, and when you're at the game, you don't get the play-by-play updates from the broadcaster. So no, we were uh, mid biting a churro, and we're like, well, "What's going on? <laughs> Wait, hold on, who did Garoppolo need to go to the bathroom? Did is he really hurt? Concussion? What's going on?" A leg injury? Is he a little banged up? Yeah, but dude, that's a major timestamp because think of how much we've talked about Brock Purdy in the past year. Well, like you went from not knowing this guy, Mr. Relevant, to now MVP. I remember you and I had a late night flight back to Los Angeles, Talk and I remember you. you and me met my buddy for dinner at a steakhouse. And I, I remember, remember your buddy I, Walter, my buddy Walter, who lives up in that area, and I remember being at that dinner. Like, deep down inside while I was enjoying conversation with you guys, I was, like, mildly depressed because the word had come out that Garoppolo likely done for the year. And I was like, likely done for the year. And then I started, like, mentally negotiating. Remember at one point it was like, (laughs) maybe he could come back for the championship. I know. And And, and you should know that Rich's love affair prior to Brock Purdy was with Jimmy G. Was with Jimmy G. But now Purdy yesterday against the Eagles, 314 yards, four touchdowns. So, you know, it really makes me say, hmm? Like, yeah, the guy's surrounded by superstars, and he has all these weapons, but he's using them the way he's supposed to be using them. You can't really say anything bad about this dude. In fact, people are saying MVP. Most valuable Purdy now, on our Purdyversary makes me say, hmm, makes me say, who had a better year than that guy? One year. He went from no but Mr. Irrelevant to this. One year ago today, 
every 49ers fan and NFL fan was like, who's this guy? Wait, wait, the dude from Iowa, Mr. Irrelevant? Oh, Niners are doomed. He goes undefeated. He goes undefeated the rest of the regular season, makes it all the way to the NFC Championship game, gets hurt in the first quarter, and then it's all over. But you got to look at what Brock Purdy's done over the last year and say, talk about seizing the opportunity in the moment, because I'll take you back to that day. As a Niners fan, I'll tell you, the feeling dude, was has anyone got more of a like a like an NFL or just any sports glow up than this dude, meaning like s- reputation wise. I'm not even talking about how he looks. I'm talking about like, wow, we're actually really who had a better year than him in the past year in sports. I'm so intrigued because we're talking exactly one year from the debut of Brock Purdy when Jimmy Garoppolo went down. 49ers fans were miserable saying, well, season's over. Who's this guy, Mr. Irrelevant? No one's, you know, most fans didn't even know the name. Like, where? What the, well, I, no one knew. As good as the Eagles' defense was last year in that championship game, Rich, do you agree with Debo that the 49ers would have stomped on Philly had Brock Purdy not went out with that injury? That's the quote from Debo today. Well, that's the other thing I love no, no, about this team, too, though. It's, it's so hard to tell they those They got things. this dude's back no matter what. It's so hard to tell what would have happened I mean, had he not gone down. Remember how they infiltrated your backfield immediately in that game? And that's how they got to him and hurt his elbow. Yeah. But then the, yesterday, the Niners were down 6 nothing, and they it looked like, wow, they can't do anything. And then it just clicked, right? I, would that have happened in the NFC Championship game? I, you can't really tell. It's like, hey— if you didn't have too many drinks, would you have delivered in the bedroom? You know who delivered. No, you never know. You, you, know, you, you wonder who delivered as much as Purdy. I think in one year, Matt Reif, comedian Matt Reif, is the only. And now guy. he got canceled. And now yeah. he's canceled for no, basketball. But, I'd say Nikola Jokic. Oh, that's Jokic. well, yeah, no, Austin he, Reeves. But he yeah. was still playing big years before uh, Reeves. Maybe yeah, but, like from like really. Who's that? Like, who's, uh, that's a great question. Fat contracts. Like when you think about who had from where he was now to really. Make the point. You have to remember where he was to where he is. That, well, that's, I thought right? Jokic was a slug, to be honest, because Dwight Howard shut him down that in previous true. seasons. Yeah, you know, that, Jokic is a great finalist answer, but that's a great question. I'm glad you posted that way. In the last exactly 12 months, December 4th, 2022, till December 4th, 2023, who has had a better year? This guy went from who to potential MVP. That's who amazing. had a better 12 months exactly? Then Brock Purdy, as people say, I'll wait. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, tell think me about it. It, it. Maybe it's you. I want to hear about. Uh, it. I'm saying honestly, tell me. Maybe you. Maybe you. Uh, you got a big raise at work, and all of a sudden you're the man, and you started uh, hooking up with good-looking people. I don't know. Whatever. And that's it was. great, and all, but this guy did it in the NFL, is so there, that's pretty think, big. Is there like a? You could think of an obscure like artist, a, maybe who slayed it. Like we didn't know him. Their music like, is big like now. I'm saying like know. Taylor Swift was already huge. already big. Um, you know what? Um, my Greta, again, you got to factor in starting point to again I'm, where he is now. Greta Gerwig was a known director, but she made a billion dollars in the Barbie movie. But she was known in the industry. I'm trying to think over the 12 months that have just passed, December 4th to December 4th, is there a human being that had a better rise than Brock Purdy? Uh, Kelsey. Now he's dating uh, Taylor Swift. That's pretty big. Yeah, but he was a Super Bowl champion. People knew him. He was yeah, on but, his way to the Hall of Fame in his but he's next but level. Taylor Swift though. Next so. level. Yeah, it's next level. <laughs> it's next level. level. You know it what? Is. I mean, you know, no denying that. You know, he's got the number one podcast. I mean, they're good at what they do, but it's Ryan's right. Part but of the it's effect. A personal life category. And by the way, I, that's you know, a dollar for Ryan in the jar. Yeah, uh, no, he doesn't know. He got a one free pass. Ryan, get, <laughs> that's my whole paycheck. <laughs> But you know what? There's though? a punished charge, just think, so you know. Think about it. The Kelsey brothers. I mean, but then again, if you're a football fan, you know how good Jason is, but he became a household name. Yeah, they went next level, next stratosphere for sure. But as we're far talking as about we're talking about Mr. Irrelevant, who the Niners fans even were like, oh, season's over, Brock who? And now I remember that day clearly. Yeah. A year ago today, we were at the game. Rich was sad. Like, no, a you guys didn't baby. know who he was. No, Neither yeah. did we. When you came back, you're like Who's this Brock Purdy guy? And everyone on sports TV and radio were making those pretty good jokes. Uh, and we're like, and dude, oh, and then for the no one stopped talking about him. Danny, Danny, I'll be honest, I remember being at the steakhouse with Kavino and my other friend, and I'm not saying I was crying, but but I was, was sort of like somber. I was vibes. sort of like, 
Yeah, I guess I'll have, I'll, I'll have a salad and a steak. <laughs> Somber vibes. Yeah, I guess we have, we have a flight in two hours. I, I remember thinking the Niners are on their way. To a losing streak. And now all of a sudden, yeah. it's over. And Brock Purdy, what a story. Happy Purdy-versary. Happy Purdy-versary to everybody. One year. And I, you know what? As much as I love Brock Purdy, and you know it even goes to Danny when we saw him at the Super Bowl and you made fun of me because I went up yeah, to him. Oh, you hey, were a stalker. Brock! And him and I were palling around. I at love a, you. We were palling around at a concert. See, MVP. I've never seen an athlete so scared for his safety. In a stairwell. Brock! <laughs> hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor and stay at Graduate Hotels. Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, mascots. Why would you want to stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go see a game and you need somewhere to crash. They got over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for upcoming big conference tourneys. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. Plus, our listeners get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any Graduate Hotel location. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein Tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Redestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Some juice this morning. Remember our old pal, Diana Rossini? Really like her. Very kind to us. So knowledgeable. We worked with her over at ESPN. And she reported that Zach Wilson was reluctant to start for the Jets. Then, as we played, Salah denied this. But now, Rossini's doubling down. Said she heard it from Aaron Rodgers, oh. who claimed that he didn't want to get hurt, that Zach Wilson didn't want to get hurt. Well, so on. she's like, wanna... yeah, hold on here. I'm not making this up. Like that also gets in the way so of her th- credibility. The initial report was Zach Wilson was reluctant. I don't want to put Dan Byer on the spot, but Dan, do you have that audio that you played of Robert Sala? Yes. We have the, the first one where he talked about addressing the report. Let's be clear. If he was reluctant to play guys, he wouldn't be here. All right. I actually, coincidentally, just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago, and we had a really good conversation. So that directly addresses that, and then there was a little more. The young man wants the ball. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. And I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. So, again, that's in response to Zach Wilson is reluctant to take back over as just starting quarterback per Diana Russini at DM Russini. 
The team is leaning towards making a QB change, but Wilson is not all in, right? <laughs> so Salah says, no, that's not true. So then Diana, and again, we, we know her style. She's yeah. like, whoa, 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 hold on. You know, no one's going to shoot me down and make me look like I'm not credible. That's what I heard from Aaron Rodgers, again, who said he didn't want or alluded to the fact that Zach Wilson didn't want to get hurt. So this is where we, Cavino and Rich and Dan Byer, Danny G, Ryan, Elijah, this is where we ask the Fox Sports Radio Nation on Cavino and Dickies, blame him or not. (laughs) Blame him? Do you blame him or not? Do you blame him or not if if that were true? If this story is true, if Zach Wilson genuinely, like, on the sly was like, yeah, I don't really want to get back in there. Yeah, to be you honest, you can't yeah. say it out loud. She snitched on him. That's the real story. <laughs> hey, snitches that, get stitches. Hey, that's what she does. That's that's their job for the most part. That's the juice. That's the scoop. You know, we're, we're giving what Schefter high fives anytime he has some sort of scoop or anytime we learn something new. Diana Rossini got the juice, and if that is the juice, and she's doubling down, I be- I don't know about you, I believe her, but at the same time. Can you blame the dude? Of course he wants to go out there and play. It's like a fighter. People often say, yo, that fighter's scared. I don't believe any fighter's scared. That's what they do. That's what they do. These guys play football. That's what they do. But if you're sending them out to the Wolves and your line's not protecting them, he may have said it like, yo, man, it's not working. I don't want to get hurt. You're a fight fan. What was that? I, I, I feel like I watched this highlight on social media recently. What fighter quit? Because he actually broke his orbital bone, but his team was like, no, no, get out there. And he's like, no, I got... Uh, it was like a heavyweight fight. Was it recently? Oh. Yeah, it sounds so familiar, but it yeah, does happen. But, but, but there are times where it's like, listen, the truth is, I don't want to go back out there. But you would think Zach Wilson is the last one drafted. You'd think he is the Brock Purdy. True. Where, where was Zach Wilson drafted at? Number two, Number I believe, two, right? You are supposed to be the franchise and obviously didn't work out the first try, and the Jets went all in on yeah, Aaron Rodgers. If someone's sending you out to fail, right, how is that going to make him look any better for a potential, another potential team or a potential job? I'm just saying, again, I'm just giving you the argument for Cavino and Dickies, right. blame him or not. Because what if Fox Sports Radio, just put it in our situation, right, they gave us a team, they get, They said, you know what? We're going to put Cavino and Rich on the air. But Danny G you is would, your producer. You would rise above it. What, what if, if they gave us some What if schlub, Ramos, dude? like we lost Ramos, yeah. who was our regular tech producer. What if we had issues after that with whoever was filling in and we couldn't do our features and you came in? Would you say, man, I just can't work like this? Yeah, now you're setting us up to fail. You're sending us out to fail. And you get to a point. Let me tell you, I've been pushed out there. Hey, Rich, remember that random live broadcast we did around Super Bowl time where we felt like we were set up to fail? Like, dude, that's the weakest yeah. feeling ever. Or any remote and, on a car dealership lot. Yeah, like you're sent out there and you, with, with no information. Free hot dogs. And you're set up to fail. Once you realize, like, that's not cool, you don't want to do that again. So if Zach Wilson's saying, hey, my reputation's being slaughtered right now because I'm being set up to fail, do you blame him? Of course they don't want to advertise I, You know what? This. I think this, and then I, I know Dan's got some thoughts. Uh, Why did he tell people that? My, my thought is this. <laughs> Maybe he was in confidence. If, if Zach Wilson was in a position where there was another opportunity probably on the horizon, I might understand it more where it's like, listen, I just want to be rid of all this Jets nonsense. I may have a fresh start somewhere else, but truth be told, I don't know if Zach Wilson will get another opportunity anywhere else. So if it's not with the Jets... He may have seen his last NFL action. I know that sounds crazy. He's so young, but if this doesn't work out, who's really throwing their their uh, hope and dreams behind Zach Wilson? Their helmet in the ring? No, nobody is. And I and I would also argue this to counter what Kavino's saying and to okay. go further to what Danny is saying. What team is stuck by Zach Wilson through his atrocious yeah, so play? So therefore, he should want to play for them, right? Not I even want to play. There's there's something about being a professional. Listen, how many of us were calling for Zach Wilson's head? A month ago of being removed from the starting lineup or six weeks ago in having him replaced. The Jets said thanks, but no thanks to Joe Flacco, who, by the way, has been with the Browns for two weeks and shredded the Rams defense yesterday. Hey, maybe so, mentally he just can't take that heat. I, I just I, I think that the, the, the Jets have stuck by him more than people want to believe. And he owes it to them to continue to play, to be their starting yeah. quarterback. Sometimes. You know it's not going to end up well, but you have to man up or woman up and do it. I'm, I'm thinking like you ever see one of these 
I'm making dumb analogies, but you ever see one of these contests on social media, these slap contests? Yeah, they're fantastic. They're power slap. And, and, and sometimes some guy goes up there knowing, like, I'm about to get slapped. To get my head slapped off. Or like when like Peter McNeely got in the ring with Mike Tyson. Or like some of these people know, like, this is just not going to go well, but they still do it. Yeah, Zach Wilson may say, I'm going to get in there. This I- is going to be terrible. <laughs> That's, and he's what, scared to face that nightmare. Yeah. And by the way, there's so many layers to this because, again, the back and forth of he never said that and he did. Like, I do believe Diana Rossini 100% because she's throwing Rodgers into the story. So she's yeah. like, you know. Also, she said that he made it clear to multiple members of the organization, players, staff, and coaches about his apprehension to start. The conversations with Rodgers came as a result of Wilson's shared sentiments with others. Yo, that's how you know. Like, you ever been put in a situation where you know, they're like, how, how do you know? And you know from a reliable source, but you don't want to give up the reliable source. Trust me, I know. She's like, you know what? No. Here's my reliable source. His name's Aaron Rodgers. So that's how you, in my Damn. opinion, you know that there's some there's some smoke here. Zach Wilson's either re- scared, mentally not I'm scared, there. okay? It's like when Rocky fought Drago. But dude, imagine <laughs> being under the bright lights and failing that that much, that often. Yeah, but then you're cut from a weak-ass cloth if you don't want to start in the NFL if given the opportunity. So again, Cavino and Dickies, blame him or not, where Zach Wilson's saying he's reluctant to start for the Jets. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 